Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me at Rise, Rain, Rule. My name is Rebecca, and I am your host today. I am so excited to do this podcast today, and honestly, this is my fifth time, I think, recording this, and I have gained a lot of clarity around this process of creativity and learning yourself a little bit and giving yourself some forgiveness, but I am going to dive into what has enabled me to actually get to this point, which was the balancing of my alpha and my femme in day-to-day corporate America and as an entrepreneur personally. That is one hell of a title, and it is a really, really juicy title. And for those of you who don't know me, uh, it is a deep title, title for a reason because In the last eight years of being a financial advisor, you know, there's some trials and tribulations with that, as there are with many corporate America jobs and many high stress, high paying or entrepreneurial jobs. And when we put ourselves through these as women, we tend to create a lot of strain. And in my dating process and in my um, development in finding my man, my king. I had to figure out a way to balance my alpha and my femme very delicately and very efficiently at the same time because nobody wants a, or I guess there are some people, I shouldn't say nobody, there are people that for each of these, but I wanted an alpha man. I wanted a man that would rule things and would take care of things for me and would step up to the plate and I can speak from that platform. So when I was dating and I was in my alpha space still, and I was trying to, you know, fix things for men, I found myself finding the same patterning and it just wasn't working for me. (laughs) I'm sure if you guys are in the dating world, you understand what I'm saying right now, because there are a lot of dudes out there that, uh, are very plaze and just totally okay with whatever happens, happens. And um, I just didn't, I didn't vibe with that. So I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about some of the key points that have helped me professionally channel these things and allow myself to develop as the woman that I am today. Every day while I was a financial advisor, I would bust through the doors of a reality that the men ruled that cave. The ripple effect of that reality was honestly painful in my professional life from the banging on the door when I would be laughing too loudly and I do have a loud laugh. So, you know, I'm Greek, whatever, to the thermostat and being frozen out. This is a huge reason why I think many of us women are leaving in droves to start our own businesses, working in more flexibility, diving into a side hustle, and thinking bigger, which I think is such a beautiful thing. There are, however, certain aspects that are strengths and weaknesses of us women. While we want to say that we are perfect at everything, 
I want to focus on some of these strengths that I didn't focus on soon enough that might help you best acquire the keys to the corner office. Okay, forget that. The corner suite. The penthouse. However big you want. The whole block. I don't know what you want. But I want to dive into this process and give you some of these aspects that I think will pivot your life almost immediately. The first one is critical feedback. Knowing that you can take it as well as you can dish it is a topic that isn't easiest in corporate America or in entrepreneurship for that matter. When we as women are faced with rejection or criticism and inadequacies, we don't Okay, well, let's let's face it. We like to be perfect, like I said. It takes processing, as I call it. My boyfriend would be cringing at this moment if he heard me say that because men know when a woman processes, we calculate and we begin to stir the cauldron of, well, three weeks ago you did this and last time you said this. And that is a very alpha attitude. It can't happen when we're running the ship and we need to take a page from the greatest warriors of all time in the idea that hearing it, processing it, and taking action or inaction, because sometimes feedback that's given isn't actually real. And sometimes higher-ups will try to give you feedback just to give you feedback in some arbitrary manner that doesn't even make sense. And sometimes it's just because you're you and sometimes there's a reason for it. So when we're evaluating the process of information, the ability to execute with grace is something that not many people are able to carry. I found that I was mirroring women before me who had to be crude and harsh because the environment was crude and harsh. Sometimes that's necessary. Sometimes it's necessary to have boundaries and seek to understand if it's true or not. But there are arenas in which we can take feedback and surprise the crowd even more when we don't have a reaction to it. Hearing the concern, expressing what you've heard, and doing your best to be better and moving on is a process that, I mean, think about it in your relationship, right? Okay, shift it back to, to personal. In your relationship, you can't react and have cited examples of this is the way that things were prior, this is how you told me to do it, and this is how I executed it. So what is exactly your problem, Right. You can't really do that in a relationship or you will be met with a very large fight, right? So on the flip side, there are ways of power for a female that I find to be very effective, especially when you are processing this information. The first time you get this information, you know, sitting back and receiving it is not a bad thing because the first time you receive something it's okay to get a little angry and not show it. It's not okay to show it. When you show it and you start throwing stuff in the office and you're 
unleashing your your rage, it's not very effective. So there are certain patterns that can die and they're okay to die. If you want to be a queen, you have to reign like one. And I want you to think about those instances when you're in those circumstances because it is a very big power play. I'm going to share a story just to clarify this a little bit because I am not one of those women that thinks that you should just submit and just give it up and, you know, the man is always right and he can speak to you however he wants to speak to you. I'm definitely not that way. I used to have a boss that would, um, and he wasn't really a boss because I owned my own financial practice. He was a managing director. And his job was to make sure that everybody in the office worked well with everybody else. And I had a partner that was uh, abusive, to say the least. And uh, he told me that, you know, I couldn't be a certain way in the office. And it was that he was trying to direct me in a way of, of being a little more quiet, a little more reserved, and to quote unquote, trust him that he would advocate for me. Through and through, I did not trust him. That was the biggest issue. However, my blatant insecurity around this other partner was that, you know, I, I felt the need to, to defend myself. And I felt as though I was being left out to dry in many circumstances. But the moment that I leaned back, so to speak, and I released the, the control factor, I all of a sudden became more powerful. And it actually happened by mistake because I think what happened was I got so angry, I kind of just gave up. And I let these two hash it out. And it was when I didn't speak that both of them got the most nervous. And when I said, I'm going to have to think about that and get back to you, is when I could see them truly squirming in their seats. And while it was entertaining for me at the time, because I truly did not care at this point, it enlightened me in a very powerful way because I realized, wow, if I could have harnessed this earlier, I could have really used this to my advantage, right? So I want you to think about certain circumstances that you might be fighting a certain way, that you might be continuing to, to try and fix a certain way, that if you just kind of step back for a moment and release the outcome, what would become of it? I want to take a minute to, before I get to the next point, um, thank our sponsor for this episode. This episode is sponsored by Project Done. Project Done is the go-to place to get your things, you've got it, done. From small jobs to large custom jobs, it's your one-stop shop. Gain peace of mind today by hiring Project Done for all of your needs to get that beautiful check mark next to it because you all know how much we love check marks. Okay, next. Know your power. While most say know your worth, I say know your power. When you think of the most powerful person you know, they don't have a lot of time. They don't let everyone into their office or on their calendar. They are discerning individuals. What gives? How come they can't see me? Are they just not available for me? Or none of that is your reaction. 
you say in your mind, well, that's because it's blank. You know, it's this person. They are super important. And, and they didn't become that overnight. And when you think about what you're letting into your life, you know, I read a quote the other day about friends being either in your circle or your cage. And it was a powerful thought for me because I realized that a lot of the friends that I tried to hang on to in this process of going to being an entrepreneur in the beginning eight years ago, right? They were definitely a cage. It was definitely a, you can't do that. That's crazy. I don't know why you're doing that. It's taking too much stress for you. You're not going to succeed. What's going to happen when you fail? Those questions are limiting thought questions. I was told to go where I was planted. And I used to respond to that with, I am not a tree. And it's interesting because it is a tried and true business key to go where you are planted. And it used to mean in the industry that you have to go where you have the most experience or where you're able to grow. But sometimes you have to realize it's okay to get buried for a minute because some of us are seeds, not all of us, but some of us are. And when you realize that when you get buried, you dig deeper into yourself about some passion or something that you have influence or impact over, and you go into an incubation period, as I call it. I, I used to call it incubation period because oftentimes I would feel like a baby because there would be a lot of crying. and. It was a process of accepting that I couldn't keep going into things that weren't meant for me, even if I was great at them. They made me unhappy. They made me feel like I was trapped. They made me feel like I couldn't breathe. And I speak to more and more women in corporate America, and I'm finding that they are so frustrated because the bosses or leadership or the leadership circle is creating uncomfortable workplaces. and Oftentimes we feel like we're cycling the drain because it takes our attention versus what makes us the happiest and why we're in that job or in that sector or in that business or entrepreneurship. And while those things can take your your attention, you know, I often say to to my boyfriend, it's it's the devil or it's the bad energy trying to take over because your heart and your mind are separate pieces. And while you can be all heart about something, the only defense that, that the bad energy has, right, or the, all of the mercury retrogrades of our seasons, right, could be is how it takes over our mind. And when it penetrates your mind, your heart shuts down and it wins. You are here to grow and life is too short to give up so early. If there's something that you are meant for and there's something that you are passionate about and that you are being called to do, do it with all of your force and don't let anything get in the way, not even money. We as women tend to let money rule our decisions and we need stability before we can make the decision. And while there's a great deal of ways that 
yes, money can dictate that. There are so many different ways to get money these days. So know your power, focus it, and go after what you're passionate about 110%. Which brings me almost seamlessly to my next point. Know how to know, N-O. Know, K-N-O-W, how to say no. Prep time includes rest time. Rest time is imperative. And sometimes it requires us to say no to the thing or the event and for you to hit pause to start to dig into you. I said something to my friend the other day. I was like, what is the adult version of my mom said no, right? And it's so funny because in adulthood, we have this consistent obstacle that's placed in front of us that makes us want to say yes to everything. And that's our masculine energy. Our masculine energy is saying yes, scheduling it in, figuring it away. Our feminine, our feminine energy is the flow of, you know what? It's just too much for me today. And I'm going to give myself permission to take off. Or, you know what? I'm being called in a different direction. I hope you can understand it. I'm going to give myself permission and I'm going to go do it. That's a beautiful thing. I read someplace that, you know, masculine energy is much like the trees in a forest and the feminine energy is much like the wind. The feminine energy is flexible and is able to go where she is meant and she is called. But what they don't talk about is that there is a steadfast rule to saying no to things that don't serve her. When you're casting your net into the darkness of entrepreneurship, it's literally like casting a net. And it's casting a net in the darkest of nights, the coldest of nights. But you're surrounded by who? And my question to you, the one who's listening to this right now, is who are you surrounded by? A lot of my girlfriends tell me, you know what, Rebecca, the people that surround me are really few and far between. I have a lot of friends and I have a lot of connections, but I don't really have a lot of people that surround me, people I can go to at three in the morning. People that would understand why I'm having a breakdown because I'm still healing from something. And when you're casting a net physically, I haven't done this in a very long time. But when you're casting a net, your net is only as strong as the knot that's anchored. But it takes everybody to throw it out there. And when you have one person that doesn't care how it's folded or if it's tangled, if you have another person that's picking at the knot and shredding it little by little, you have a variety of so-called acquaintances then. If that, if that knot gets tethered and worn down by all the other things and stuff pulling on it, ripping at it, picking it, Those pickers need to be told goodbye, no to enter your life, no more time, no couple of minutes, no coffee, 
no, just one drink. Knowing your power is your space in the clearest arena for you to rise. Keep in mind that as you add more strings to this net, so to speak, that you have the ability to select them. You have the ability to look at them and to ask questions about them. And even bad strings here and there will catch some fish, but they might break off and affect the entirety of the net and the knot. And I want you to think about that. What you allow into your space will affect everything. Some of my girlfriends say, you know, I just can't find women that are of that caliber. And I say, that is a limiting belief that you're having rule your life. Because the reality is, even if it's a podcast, even if it's a YouTube, even if it's an Instagram that you choose to follow or you choose not to follow, that's what's going to speak to your next steps. Next point, training and mindset. Oh my gosh. So I didn't end up going to a live event or a self-development training event or retreat in my first four years of business ownership. And I honestly look back on that time and I think to myself, wow, that was my biggest mistake. Because had I invested more so in myself, had I invested into live events, my growth would have been exponential. I commit to a certain number of live events every year my minimum is at least one. I hold myself to one religiously. It is something that is imperative to my growth and development. It's imperative to my level-headedness. It's also imperative for connections. The connections that I've made in a lot of these retreats are invaluable. And speaking to my last lesson, the people you surround yourself with is imperative. And we all live in some towns that can be a little bit kitschy. And what I mean by that is even New York City, I have girlfriends that live in New York City and they say to me, you know what, you screw over the wrong crowd and it's something that does affect in a ripple, in a wave. And you might not be meaning to screw over somebody. You might not be meaning to do something bad. You might not have even done anything bad. But the reality is, is that if you don't get along with that group or the, the team that you're experiencing life with, right, it does have the ability to affect where you're going. You start to think about that. You're then subconscious is cycling through it. You're in yoga class and you're like, hmm, I wonder if I should text her and just apologize, even though I know I didn't do anything wrong. And we start to obsess because we're human beings and we want to be right. We want to to fix it most of the time. But investing in these training and mindset uh, seminars or self-development seminars 
flooding yourself with the seminars that are available to you on YouTube or podcasts or whatever you get your positivity from can create a mindset that is unfwithable. And you know what I mean by that? Unduckwithable. And I don't mean duck. There we go. I'm just going to Siri correct it. These are things that can create massive opportunity for you, especially in moments of power. You can turn to somebody that is completely outside of your community circle or your work circle or your even your friend, close friend network and say, hey, listen, I need some advice. And they will almost always rise to the occasion. I actually have not ever had a situation where I couldn't turn to one of my contacts that I've met at live events. There is an anchoring there and it is the top 1% that goes. So invest in yourself and truly carve off a chunk of money to do it because they are not cheap. I will admit that. But I will tell you that they are worth every single penny. Anyway, I hope that you guys have received massive value from this podcast today. I was super excited to record this and present this information to you. And it gives me such a joy to be able to share some of these pieces with, even if it's just one woman that's struggling with something that was looking for a little bit of direction, was balancing her femme and her alpha. It is definitely a discerning process. It is definitely a a difficult one to speak on without being very uh, curt or rude about certain aspects or demeaning between the masculine or the feminine because both of them are powerful and they're both powerful in their own light, but it's the way that we communicate them that is something that will resound within you. So I hope that as you are on your walk or listening to this in your car or, you know, just kind of tuning in just because the title caught your eye or whatever, I hope that this impacted you and enriched your life. I hope I was a light in your life in some way. And if it was, please shoot me a DM on Instagram, Rise Rain Rule, or follow me on YouTube at Rise Rain Rule. And I'm so excited to be giving you guys more content and more information. If you'd like to know a little bit more about me, who I am, where I come from, tune into the untold story either on my IGTV or on my YouTube. It's a goodie. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Rise, Rain, Rule, and it was Rebecca. It was a pleasure of having you today. Have a beautiful day.